Hello and welcome to this exciting episode of Pop Salsa. I am your host, like always, Joel, accompanied by my good buddy Ernesto. Hey. We are just another pop culture podcast. We <laughs> go through the week's news and discuss what's happening. Uh, there really wasn't a lot going on this week, right? Yeah, weirdly enough. Just, yeah, just a little quite like shifts, you know, and schedules and stuff like that. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, there, there really wasn't, which is it's odd because like um, we generally like throughout the week we accumulate and look for stories so we could talk to and discuss. And then like roughly around midweek, we would start a log. Mm. And by the time rolling comes around, uh, t- time to record comes around, it's like 20 deep. And now it's only like seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah so um we have some exciting news coming out of ryan reynolds Woo-hoo. oh i can't believe it it's deadpool happening three it's happy yeah, are you that, that that excited about yeah. it yeah well really? not 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 deadpool three uh just the in, in, in inclusion of wolverine yes exactly so i in case you guys don't even you didn't hear you're living in a rock uh hugh jackman is coming back to reprise his role I, i'm assuming his last Again, again, <laughs> again. After Logan, and he's reprising his role as Wolverine, of Wolverine, in uh, Deadpool three. Yeah. yeah, and I've I've made my feelings about the, uh, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine known in the past. I'm not the biggest fan just because like every iteration of a X Men film ultimately turns into a Wolverine movie, right? Right. And X Men has always been a lot more than just Wolverine. Yeah. Um, I'm not not to say that he's not you know the perfect casting and stuff like that, but at the same time, do you think like this is an opportunity? This would have been a perfect opportunity to introduce a new Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's gonna be well since it's not a uh, Brian Singer's uh right Brian Singer yeah. Brian Singer's a uh, group of X Men? Do you think it's gonna be it's gonna be different now? It's gonna be more like he's gonna be a support character rather than a, a main character. I would hope so. Yeah, just because yeah. like like you said the like I said the X Men has always been more so of like a group dynamic rather than just Wolverine being the t- the titular character and everybody else doing their own thing in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, I feel like hopefully um Marvel has the 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 whereabouts to see that you know and translate that perfectly from the comics to the um to the on screen, you know, not taking phase four into consideration. Right. Because hopefully they do some course correction. Right. But again, like I feel like, yeah, there's there's always been this love affair between Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. We've seen it on Twitter, we've seen it on <laughs> in pop culture where they like constantly jab at each other in a friendly way, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the uh, the video is uh Ryan Reynolds in a couch, presumably in his home. Yeah. You know, yeah. it would be weird if they rented out a studio <laughs> and built this stage just to shoot right. two one-minute segments. <laughs> uh, and then he's talking about, like, he really doesn't have an idea about what to do with uh, Deadpool 3 except the one thing. And then in the quick background, uh, Hugh Jackman walks up or, like, walks behind him and like, hey, you want to do it? And then he's like, yeah. And then yeah, he runs up the stairs. He's like, right? sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's... Uh... Yeah, it was really, it was just kind of not anticlimactic because we weren't really expecting it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it, it's in a total uh, Ryan Reynolds way they announced it. Yeah. Did you see the second part? Yeah. So it's that, I saw briefly. Yeah. What was it? It was it's, like spoilery or something? Well, it's it's them talking about like, you know, the plot. You know, the, yeah. I'm pretty sure at this point they don't really have anything like concrete <laughs> down. And it's. Um, a Jitterbug by I think it's either Wham or George Michael. I don't know which one. Mm. I know George Michael was a George Michael was a part of Wham, so I don't know if it was like pre or post. And there's it's Jitterbug, 
throughout the whole like jitterbug. Like, yeah, <laughs> just a, a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's throughout the whole um, time of them talking about what's happening, and they're being like very animated with like the stabbing motions and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. Uh, it's it's very un untreaded waters, if that's the correct term, because it's it's the first Deadpool under the Disney banner. Yeah. Right, but also it's again wolverine again under the disney banner yeah so how it's gonna work i feel it's it's a little like not not on the fence but you know it's like cautious yeah the one thing that that i am optimistic about is that we've seen more and more disney embrace the rated r aspect Mm. of their stuff you know we've seen them with logan now on uh, disney plus and deadpool and disney plus and all that stuff and hopefully they let ryan reynolds do what ryan reynolds does best because he single-handedly, or him alongside with the writers and directors of the first film, you know, piqued an interest in Deadpool. Over sheer will. Exactly. Like, just sheer, <laughs> just sheer, like, I'll be Deadpool, I want to be Deadpool. I like that every year, or I don't know if it's every year, but, like, he, he tweeted out in the anniversary of them, you know, quote-unquote, leaking the footage. Right. He's like, I don't know who did this, but thank you. <laughs> like, come on, motherfucker, we know you did it. <laughs> yeah yeah definitely yeah so yeah we don't know where the the whole deadpool 3 of it all it's gonna fit within the mcu it's gonna be like its own standalone like an like a not you know like spider-man is where mm-hmm. it's like part of the mcu but not really is it yeah I don't, especially with wolverine it's he's like the first mutant like yeah. i know in the news um Namor was officially the first like quote unquote mutant, as in like X Men mutant. It's kind yeah. of thing, but like having Wolverine and like you said, X Men. Wolverine is usually tied with like the X Men, yeah. And we did see them in Deadpool two, but mm-hmm. that was like that was Fox still, right? Yeah. Wasn't that like that was um that was um uh, McAvoy, McAvoy yeah. right? McAvoy. Yeah. A lot of the the characters like Quicksilver and uh, Night. Rider? No, Night Crawler. Night Crawler. Night Rider. David Hasselhoff. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they had a lot of that. So I don't know how that's gonna factor in with Deadpool three. Will they make an appearance? Well, like you're here's Wolverine and he's on loan. Yeah. From X Men. Yeah, I mean, it feels like for sure, and especially in Deadpool two, it was just like more of the joke, jokiness. Even of it Colossus, all. I forgot. Yeah, yeah Colossus is, right. is in it. And but it, it felt like the jokiness of it, like it was acknowledging that they're there and they were all constantly making fun of it. Like was it in the first one or the second one when when he's being brought into Xavier's mansion, and he's like, "Is it James McAvoy is or is it uh, Patrick Stewart?" It's Patrick Stewart, <laughs> right? Yeah. So it, again, it it just raises more questions for where the whole scheme of everything is going to fit. Mm-hmm. So we know that they're planning on an X Men. They really haven't announced it yet. You know, they're they're focusing more on. On um, you know, like the Fantastic Four of it on figuring out where that's gonna fit and yeah, on all that stuff. But yeah, it's exciting to see two characters that have been icons in not just like pop culture and stuff like that, but like throughout everything, right? To finally come together, like we saw them in was it Wolverine Origins? Yeah, but that was like a bastardization yeah. of, of Deadpool. Deadpool, I think. yeah, because wasn't he like just sewed shut and he had yeah. swords coming out of his hands? <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh, and it's exciting because now it's Marvel having a hand in it mm-hmm. because now you have the repertoire of comics they can derive from. Like, are we gonna see? an actual kind of comic book accurate Wolverine now with, with like, the yellow and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. 
Um, or would that translate? <laughs> would that translate? Didn't we well? see? We saw that. Where the fuck did we see that? Like a little a glimpse of of that yellow suit. At least the helmet mm. was in Apocalypse. Right? Was it? I haven't seen Apocalypse. Was I haven't it? seen it either. But I remember seeing teasers of like the the big over the top eyes and stuff like that. <laughs> uh-huh. It did not translate well. Yeah, yeah. So, so maybe a more stick, contemporary stick. I say stick with the leather suits. Stick with the leather suits. <laughs> yeah. I see. I could. I could definitely see. Or like at least the, the bottom top. bit. The yeah. tank top. Yeah, yeah. The bottom bit. I could definitely see. Yeah. But I don't know about the mask. <laughs> yeah, and also it's like they said it's not it's not going to interfere with Logan's the story mm-hmm. of, of Wolverine dying there. Yeah. So it's gonna obviously gonna be before that. It's set in twenty twenty nine Logan. So it's gonna be somewhere in between now and then. Oh wow. Okay. So it still fits within I guess the the greater canon of it all. Yeah. So do you think they're gonna use some of that de aging technology? Yeah. No, I don't think so. No? Yeah, well, I mean, there is a possibility, right? Because, you know, who wouldn't want to be DH just a little bit? Yeah. But that, that's a good point because what in which life of X-Men is it hitting? Is it mm-hmm. like, is it more of a grizzled Wolverine going to be there with like his, his setup? Or is it going to be like, they're going to de-age him or anything like that? Yeah. Which also implies like, if the whole Deadpool thing is part of the MCU, mm-hmm. then they incorporate... Um, Wolverine, does that make Logan part of the MCU as well? Yeah, that's a good that's a good question. And I want to say, I don't yes. know. So. <laughs> but yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's so far in the future, it has to be. Mm-hmm. And like My rule with canon is if there's nothing that contradicts it, then what? The, why not have it there? So right now, Logan is in a great place where there's not like a movie saying, oh, this happened in 2020. Like, but what? how does that match up with Logan? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, there's there's obviously, you know, a lot of avenue for contradiction, but there's also a lot of avenue for later the fact correcting that contradiction. Yeah. With, you yeah. know, to movies and stuff like that. They could set them in different times. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Completely re- redo an origin or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But on the other hand, like Marvel might have a problem mm. with a Blade. Mm. They yeah. lost their, their director and they're going through another script rewrite. Yeah, that's uh, not good. Not, yeah, not whenever good there's like major players being lost in, within a production and especially scripts yeah. being rewritten, that seems to be like the, the predecessor to bad news. Yeah, especially with Marvel being so late in, in this game. Mm-hmm. Right, like we, we could see that say in like phase two because mm-hmm. you know, they're still finding their footwork. They're still trying to see how they're going to take this narrative. But this is phase five. Yeah. Right? And this is 10 years and so with experience. Yeah. So it's it's right, right true. There, there, there could be some issues with the script, but also it feels that I feel Blade is going to be a big, a big moment mm-hmm. in the face, just because it feels like Marvel has more is more you know controlling yeah. now of it. But the thing is also is that they're not moving the the, the release date, which is still November twenty twenty three, mm. which oh. is interesting because they haven't if they don't even have a script yet. Yeah, like, how does that work? It's, I'm I have the feeling that it's instead of being like a. A really imp- another like important or massive film is just gonna fall into like the the countless of you know, generic Marvel movies that there are. Oh, I hope not. Yeah, because like Blade is a really cool, interesting character, right? Especially yeah. bringing it into a you know a world where he could play around with other characters. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's 
Blade is a really cool game. And it's very gory too, <laughs> yeah. right? You, people forget Blade is in Marvel and just looking at the the it's like with Spawn. Yeah. Right? Spawn Spawn is it's not is DC, right? Mm, or I think it was like it's adjacent. Yeah. It was one of those like subsidiary fucking like Dark Horse like, or yeah, some, something like or that. Something right, like sorry, I re- I have no idea. But I know <laughs> the, but he's a he's, a, he's a, like a superhero, but when you look at say Blade, he's also within the Marvel world. Yeah. Same with Constantine, I suppose. Mm. Yeah. So to uh, see the character return with a pretty good actor. Yeah, um, Marshall Ali. Yeah, Marshall Ali. first was it the first um Academy Award winning actor to, to be in? Oh, wait, no, because you got like Robert Redford. Yeah, you have Robert But Redford. those were like secondary characters. Right. Like, not just to have like the full on, to put the suit on. Right, right, to be essentially the main character. Yeah. I mean, the titled character. Yeah, because I don't think RDJ has one, right? An Oscar? I don't think so. As much as Did? he's, I feel like he was in those, you know, those a lot of 80 roles mm-hmm. that weren't really Academy Award winning. Worthy until yeah. later in his life. Right. Well, I mean, he also spent the majority of his time, you know, addicted to drugs and in jail. So. <laughs> that, that could also be a big factor, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, I was thinking the Chadwick Boseman won anything. Chadwick Boseman posthumously, maybe? maybe? I don't think so. If, no? if it wasn't, because, like, what would he have been nominated for? Like, maybe 42 or something like that when he played Jackie Robinson? Yeah, 42. There's yeah, another that checks one. checks all the boxes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, yeah, with Blade, it's it's disconcerting. Yeah, it's it's uh, it raises an alarm. You know, not a big massive one, just because we know ultimately it's going to be a Marvel film. Mm-hmm. You know, we we can't expect anything to be like uh, the caliber of like Winter Soldier or Endgame or stuff like that, where it actually like transcends what is a Marvel film. Right. See, I I was hoping it would. Yeah, just I would be, too. Just yeah. because Phase Five feels. Like, it's in a different realm. Like, Phase 4 was just, you know, them kind of trying things out and just, like, here, let's try this. And it <laughs> felt like a Marvel film to some yeah. extent. But for Phase 5, uh, they're actually setting up their main bad guy now, mm-hmm. right? They're setting up the stakes, what's going to re- reverberate throughout every Marvel property. Yeah. So it feels like b- a big moment. And to have character like Blade kind of, like, stumble nowadays. Yeah. I mean, they can easily fix it in some way, right? Magic works. I don't know. Well, it's the thing. Is it like the the thing that is really dis- like has me worried is the script rewrites mm. because like a director doesn't really have that much, especially in a budget like this, doesn't really have that much of a sway. Mm. You know, they're there to just say action and stuff like that. Cut. <laughs> but if it's like especially like a three hundred million dollar film, it everything is coming from the top, right? They need a director there to keep the chair the chair warm. But other than that, who gives a fuck who directing this, right? Mm. As long as they have a solid script, then you're good to go. Yeah. And if it sounds like they don't, because it's already gone to like multiple rewrites. Yeah, I see. I, I don't know much about the director, but whenever this happens with a film, especially mm-hmm. a Marvel film or even a DC film, it's the director at least tries to make it unique with yeah. their, their own creative vision. Yeah, they right. definitely, like, you have a director that the director's role is to, like, sprinkle in mm-hmm. his or her right. vision in there and stuff like that. And if it's, like, too much, like an like an Edgar Wright's case, yeah. where he was making a film that's completely different from what the execs wanted. That That's exactly my point. So when, <laughs> when, the, when he left, now it's kind of me thinking, do they just want a textbook Marvel film? Or they don't want something to be visually unique within its own right. You know, so yeah. it's, it's like, because it makes me feel like Blade, as much as the character is not really much known, it's going to have a huge impact 
in the Marvel world. Just to some because, extent, yeah. Just well, just because how much control uh, Marvel is is focusing on the directors. Yeah. Right? Like they have to have this certain vision. Like, why do you want them to have that certain vision unless you have something planned down the line? Yeah. Like you don't see uh, the director of Black Panther really having much uh, like. People Ryan focusing Kugler? on it. Ryan Coogler, yeah, Ryan Coogler, right. like the execs folk bearing down on them, yeah, as much as Blade for some reason. Yeah, it's interesting. It's it's always it's it, it's always like weird to see the the goings on within um, a movie franchise. Yeah, um, yeah. So hopefully Blade could find its footing, and they honestly, I would just want them to do the Wesley Snipes ones justice. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, because like for the longest time he was the blade right and consider them what you want you know the first second or third the first one is really fucking cool yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's, it's definitely something that sticks out between all of the the superhero films and it, yeah you know absolutely yeah and then also considering that we've seen an iteration of blade before mm-hmm. like most of the marvel characters we haven't really seen an iteration you know there's hulk and um spider-man but those really are within their own thing that's just kind of like uh trademark yeah. and drama and yeah we've stuff. never seen a, a captain america we've never seen an iron man we've never seen a black panther mm-hmm. so now that we we have seen they're doing a character we've seen before mm-hmm. you kind of feel like they're they're expected to in one up it you know right right and yeah i, I yeah. don't want to say that the first blade was a master masterpiece <laughs> because it really wasn't but it was just entertaining for the sake of being entertaining yeah it, it was really bloody too yeah it was, it was, it was something you know, <laughs> than an, it's a 90s film right yeah 90s, so late 90s yeah so given that amount of gore um I, i'm curious how this blade especially now that we have a comparison for like mm-hmm. this is a 90s film right same with robocop mm-hmm. or we have robocop and there's like a three minute scene of him getting gunned down yeah but in the new one it's an ied yeah. Right. So there's like a, there's a we have a it's interesting to see where Blade was and to see where he is now. Whenever yeah. They come uh, yeah. It'll be an interesting to see where they take that. Um, another Marvel news that we that came out of seemingly out of nowhere, right? Was Armor Wars? Armor Wars, right? Was that they announced it in the D the Disney Shop um, shareholders? Yeah. That they're going to do this, and then they announced it in D twenty three with the poster and everything. Yeah what it's going to be and it was supposedly a Disney Plus TV show. Mm-hmm. But now it's been retooled is being retooled as a Marvel movie. Ah uh, yikes. Do you think that's in response to the Blade news? Uh I don't I don't think so. No. Yeah, I feel like the Blade one is more reactive mm-hmm. to something that just happens, right? Yeah. Something that you can't really plan for. But I, for Armor Wars, especially having a, a caliber of an actor of that just be a TV show, yeah. I think it's a it's a good like choice. Yeah, to transition to, to transition film. to film. But that is from like I don't remember how many episodes. I'm assuming eight. Yeah, but that seems to be the standard. Right, it seems to be the standard <laughs> nowadays. But that's a lot of storytelling compared to a two-hour film yeah exactly that's that's the thing that's going to be worrying is that where you do have you know eight hours let's assume to play around and really flush out the story and build those characters mm-hmm. especially considering that it's you know the the original storyline is focused on multiple characters not just on roadie right and they don't have iron man anymore so right. <laughs> um yeah I'm, I'm hoping that that it doesn't suffer that the end product doesn't suffer from you know transitioning from TV to film. Yeah, and uh, having Don Cheadle as Rhodey 
Yeah, like he's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> as a, he's as a really, really good actor. To see him have his own show, his movie, is is fantastic. But yeah, you're absolutely right. If in case you guys don't know, uh, you all don't know, Armor Wars is essentially uh, Tony Stark's technology goes out into the wild. Yeah. So essentially, all of these super villains grab his technology and start making ripoffs of it. Mm-hmm. So like, say I think Russia had one, and they named theirs Crimson Dynamo. Yeah. Right. And that's essentially their version of Iron Man. So Iron Man goes out and he tries to, you know, he beats multiple bad guys. But the thing is, it's multiple. Yeah. <laughs> it's like six or seven or some other amount of heroes. But you're going to have that kind of in a two hour film to have multiple villains. Yeah. It's going, especially like, does, I, I would have, I would assume that they have to introduce the new Iron Man. As much as I wouldn't want, like, what was the 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 black girl Iron Man? Uh, Ironheart. Ironheart. Iron as much Heart. as I, I really don't have any interest in her or whatever, mm-hmm. they're gonna have to introduce it because, like, War Machine on himself, he could he could have barely handled the fucking the alien invasion <laughs> of Wakanda. <laughs> well, when he saw Vision for the first time, it freaked them out. He was like, "Um, okay." <laughs> so, like, with uh, with Age of Ultron. Yeah. Yeah, it's. Uh, I hope not. I really hope. I feel like we don't see Rhodey enough as a character, yeah. let alone in the comics. And to have a, an adventure that's only his, right? Yeah. To be able to cope, and it would it would open opportunities to cope with uh, Tony's loss. Yeah. Right? Same with what Spider Man did with an, uh, Far From Home, I think. Right? No Way Home. No Way Home. Yeah, yeah No Way Home, right? He's uh, well, Far no, from, from Home. Yeah, the ones who know in Europe. Well, Mysterio. Right, right. But he seems like he's kind of still coping. And to some yeah. extent, he still is. He's still finding his way. So to see that with Rhodey would be would be a nice change of pace. But you, you would have to... You could also use this as an opportunity for him to, like, mentor mm. Ironheart. Mm. You know, to, like, show her the ropes and stuff like that. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Yeah. Or unless they... Would, would Rescue be, be part of no. it? No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> No, not that I don't like Rescue, uh, but she doesn't seem like she's... I mean, just outside Marvel, she doesn't seem too inside yeah. to the Marvel-verse. But yeah, Ironheart, <laughs> definitely. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll find out in Black, the Wakanda forever because she shows up there. Yeah. Yeah, that's her first appearance as uh, as Ironheart. Yeah, the, what I'm like dreading is that... I've never read any of the comics, so I don't know if this is like combat act or anything, but what I'm dreading is that when they introduce... Ironheart that they make her like so much better than Tony. Mm-hmm. Like they oh. make her so much smarter. They make her so much like, oh, like really? She, yeah, well, she's from Wakanda. Yeah, in the comic, it it was jarring, like you said, because uh, give or take whatever you know side of the aisle you are, her introduction in the comic was very jarring. Yeah, and it was it was followed with like uh, event after event, so you didn't really get enough time to flush her out. Mm-hmm. So I could see definitely her how her character would be like. Really, your inner. You're introducing her like that very quickly. Yeah. But uh, in this one, it seems like she's already established or some time to go and she's from Wakanda. Yeah. So that kind of like fills it up, you know, with advanced technology and all that stuff. Yeah. So they're kind of cheating in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That one scene that like, that I don't want to say like pissed me off or anything, but I was mm-hmm. like, really? They, why would they do that? Is where we're constantly being told, uh, at least throughout like the comics and stuff like that, that Bruce Banner is one of the greatest minds ever. Mm hmm. And then they, they take in the movie uh, Infinity War, they take Vision to Wakanda to see if they could remove the um, the, the Soul Stone. Uh-huh. The Mind Stone? Soul Stone? Uh, Whichever mind. one. I think it's Soul Stone. Soul Stone? Yeah, Soul Stone. Yeah. 
and yes. um, fuck, what's her name? The the sister, uh, this, uh, Shuri. Shuri. He's yeah. like, how come you didn't lay, do build this like differently? And we're like, because we didn't think about it. It's like, don't you think they would have fucking thought about that? Oh, do they have the technology for like, it? That's where I'm saying. Yeah, that's like, that's what that would have been a better a better response than uh, we didn't think about it. Like, because yeah. we don't have that, we didn't have that technology yet. Well, yeah, I, I guess if you see that point of view, or just they had the tools they had, and that's what they thought of. Yeah. Right? Like, you look at a car, you don't think, I want to put a jet engine in it. Yeah, plus, they're not the ones who build build him. It was Ultron. It was for, right, right, right. Who so, built, oh, well, who put the Mind Stone. Was it It was Ultron. Stone? It was Ultron, right? Yeah, yeah Ultron was, was the one who built Vision. Well, who built Ultron? But that, that's, that's part of, that's not part of, that wasn't the question. Yeah. The question yeah. is who built Vision. Right, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. That's a good point. Continuity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they built Ultron, and Ultron's essentially a combination of Banner and Stark. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more Stark. <laughs> but Yeah, the yeah. arrogance of, of yeah. Stark, yeah. Yeah. Um, what the fuck were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Armor Wars. Armor Wars, How, yeah. how about um, Morgan? Yeah, Morgan that's another, that, that would be another, another like, direct... A lineage to passing the passing mm-hmm. of the the, the mantle. Mm-hmm. But do you feel like just having it within the family is a little stifling, especially coming from like the Skywalker saga, where everything has to be inside the family? Well, you could kind of you could kind of do it as a uh, like what they did in um, in uh, No Way Home, mm-hmm. no Far From Home. Far From Home. Yes. Yeah, it's confusing when you name three movies with home in it. <laughs> uh, the second the second one where he's like. Iron Man leaves him the glasses, uh-huh. which is essentially the key to all his tech. Right. And he doesn't want that responsibility until he realizes that the person who he passed the responsibility on was in it for nefarious reasons. Mm-hmm. So why not do something like that with Morgan? You know, she doesn't want to live with the legacy of the Stark, but inevitably it has to fall back down to her. Right. You know, right. It, doesn't, it doesn't have to be like all her. You know, she could work with... Ironheart should go work with, like, make it a multiple person. Because mm-hmm. like, Tony Stark's shoes were so big to fill, it needs multiple people. Yeah, it, it just comes down to, like, oh, she's smart because she's a Stark. You yeah. know what I mean? That kind of that kind of plot line that's always within the family. She's intelligent because she's basically her father, her yeah. daughter, even though they didn't, she didn't really get raised by him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so I hope they don't, I like, on that side, I hope they don't do that when they do keep it within the family. Something where he's, she's already established to some degree, or some yeah. extent. Yeah, it, it's it's weird. Do we know what um, Scott Lang's daughter's role is in in? I, I think it's within the family as well. <laughs> right. yeah, be, the, yeah, like because like I remember I read the synopsis of the story. They said that they were going. It was Ant Man, the Wasp, uh, Hope Van Dyne, uh, and Hank Pym with the daughter. They were going to you know play around in the multiverse. Like, right. Okay, what's her role going to be in it? Mm-hmm. Is she gonna take over as Ant Woman? Ant Woman? <laughs> well, she, well, she's not named Ant Woman. She's named like uh, something a variation of Giant. Yeah. Like uh, I don't, I don't know on the top of my head. Yeah, it's not, it's not because <laughs> like Wasp is not Ant Woman. Yeah, it's no, just, it's a different yeah, bug. It's a different bug. But you need an ant person there. Yeah, it, it's like stature or something mm. like that, or some sort of. It's it's like with Venom. You know, yeah. there's like toxin, carnage, and carnage. They're all like kind of variations, synonyms, synonyms of each other. Yeah, right. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's uh, it could be that. It could be that. It could be something like the Young Adventures, where they're forming like their own TV group. Yeah, I mean that's kind of what they're leaning towards, though, right? Yeah. Like, all all the introduction of of the new generation of younger superheroes. Yeah, yeah, especially what we have Hawkeye's character with um, I forget her name. 
Do you remember? Hawk girl? No, it's no. Hawk <laughs> girl. No, it's just Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah it's just Hawkeye. It's uh, but it's a, a different character. It's uh, the the student, mm-hmm. and then you have the one who takes over as it's like Captain Patriot. Yeah. Right. You have another one who's a variation of Captain America. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, there's a lot of questions that we're asking, and hopefully we get answers that satisfy. <laughs> <laughs> or that makes sense. Not just enrages. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's move on to a little bit of video game news. GTA. Massive GTA, leak. Massive Did you see any of the any of the screenshots? No, not at all. Yeah. I don't yeah. Really care. It was care? Like, yeah. I you mean, do? it's a pretty huge uh, leak. Yeah, it was always one of not the biggest, but it's one of the biggest in history. Like ninety files or ninety hours of footage, something ninety, something, <laughs> something, something nice. Yeah, a lot, and like a kid did it. Talk about like legacy, like how's well, same. yeah. I mean, you you look at the major hacks that have happened throughout you know our relatively short history of hacks. Mm. It's all like just fucking teenagers dicking around and shit, you know, right? <laughs> figuring it, figuring it and, out. And then here we're like. In Marvel, it has to be this certain age. But you have, like, a 17-year-old from England <laughs> with, like, a laptop hacks yeah. into one of the biggest AAA studios. Allegedly. Yeah. Well, he got tried already. But is it is it to... Yeah, it's, okay. it's a pimp. Some weeks ago, Uber was hacked. Yeah. And he was part of that group. Uh-huh. Uh, There's, like, a, a huge group, a hacking group that went Uber and also Rockstar. Interesting. Yeah. But um, I remember, like... It, Hearing the fan blowback about that, not mm-hmm. uh, excuse me, not complaining that um, uh, <laughs> Rockstar got hacked, but complaining about the characters. Yeah, what the heck is <laughs> up with that? Of all things, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. People are just fucking bored on the internet. What yeah, it, it's like it's like the transparency and all. It's like no, it's a corporate secret that yeah. you don't want to have re- released. Right? We all have secrets to some extent to another. It doesn't mean we want them in the open with everyone to see. Yeah, that that's true. Um, but GTA being one of the biggest uh, game labels or game titles of all time, it's obviously very damaging to uh, the video game industry and to Rockstar to have you know a big, massive title like this be leaked. Do you think it's going to change? Oh uh, no, 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 not at all. I mean, there there have been leaks in the past. That's much as obvious. Yeah, and the games have come out either way, but it, it's it is it, one thing security wise, it is gonna hurt. But on the other hand, you're just gonna have to move on with it. I mean, the footage is probably old. I think they started uh, 2017, 2014 development yeah. on a Rockstar on a GTA Six. Mm-hmm. So, and some of the stuff that we've found on the footage, we already knew. You know, it's going to be a female and male protagonist. Yeah. It's going to be kind of a Bonnie and Clyde-esque kind of narrative. It's going to be in Vice City. So, like, we already we already really knew that. It's just, it doesn't look really polished because it's, it's a work rendered, in progress. Yeah, it's not rendered 100%. Right. Yeah, it's interesting. I would imagine it's like... All the stuff that we we knew they would keep, but all the stuff that we didn't know they would want to retool in a way, mm. just to make it not so you know to pique the interest more. Because like yeah. for there's a the, the huge subset of, of fans out there that they know something and it ruins it from. Right, right, so, yeah. It's I think for me it was just an ending. 
Like yeah. I didn't. I don't think there was anything about the ending. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I hate it when uh, the ending is ruined for me. Yeah. Like, when when it was God of War, I was like, I left all on the internet. I didn't go on the internet. Yeah, I remember that. You were like, you were for like that whole month. You were just like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like locked down because I did not want to know anything about it, and mm-hmm. I, I'm glad I didn't. Yeah. Well, speaking of God of War, God of War Ragnarok story trailer came out a couple weeks ago. Yeah. What'd you think? Uh, I hate it. Why? Because I watched it. Now I want to play the game. <laughs> well, we're a month, uh, a little bit over a month away. Yeah, a little so bit over. It's, yeah. it's coming. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost there, but what I thought about it, I love it. Yeah, it looks very interesting. It looks very dynamic. It's fucking insane. It's God of War. I don't, yeah. think, <laughs> I don't think there's been a God of War game yet that has disappointed. Yeah. So the only thing is that I'm worried is that because God of War, the 2018 one, was nearly perfect mm-hmm. you know how are they going to top us. it yeah, yeah. <laughs> how are they going to top it yeah it, it is a, a kerfuffle isn't yeah. it i love to use that word kerfuffle it's a kerfuffle because uh to me there's not a lot of tens in the video game industry right but this is definitely a 10 for me yeah right? because it's i've played god of war since the beginning yeah and to see the narrative development as something so contemporary and intimate while keeping the brutality of it to some extent, is it's fantastic. Yeah. But on the other hand, it, it is how what are they gonna do to at least do a step up from the 2018 God of War? Yeah. I mean, we saw that final sequence in the trailer was um uh, Thor and Kratos <laughs> throwing their weapons at each other and getting stuck in, in the middle of the battlefield and then both at and then, like pulling them right, over, yeah, pulling apart. summing in the weapons. So so do you think uh, that looks like a very QTE event? Do you think they might bring back uh, quick time events? You know, with like press triangle and oh, press circle. You know, I what would I mean? hope so because, like, yeah. honestly, those were like some of the. Even though they were fucking frustrating, <laughs> but those those were like lended to the to the action in the game. Yeah, yeah, and from the trailer, it, it, like that, it feels like they will bring QT events to some extent. Yeah, but also. Um, like uh, the, I be- believe the camera was a big deal for you mm-hmm. because it when it was it came to the blade of chaos it shift it was still an intimate kind of close scene and it didn't feel like a god of war yeah but for this it seems like they're kind of dialing back the camera so you can see the whole battlefield when you're using the blades of chaos yeah I I wish like we could toggle between views hmm. that way like um like in, in Fallout when you're like just exploring the wasteland or something you could easily toggled to third person right when you get a, a, a bigger greater view right but if you're uh like you go inside a building or something looking through stuff you could toggle to first person that way you you get more of a narrow point of view see where actually you're, you're right going right at. and plus you can look at your armor yeah you, <laughs> you can, can look, look at, at your armor <laughs> look how much badass you look right right so i would i would want something not like that 100 percent, but somewhere mm. where you could like pull back or pull forward just so that it fits you could you know maneuver your way around a little better yeah it's uh, uh yeah yeah it does feel like the at this point to improve on god of war would to be to bring in a little bit of the features from the past yeah that made it god of war yeah so an option would would be really cool yeah like give me god of war give me god of war classic or something <laughs> like that and like it's a classic angle and it's far away or something like that. yeah but also that far away angle 
Like, those parts where it just didn't make sense. Yeah. So if you could toggle in-game, that would be perfect. Yeah, that would be perfect. I would I would also love to see, like, in the third one, they had a, uh, a trophy where you have to bathe or, like, get drenched in X amount of gallons of blood. <laughs> was that a thing? <laughs> that was a like thing. the original? The third one, yeah. Oh, it was, wasn't Battle it? Three, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, you had to cover Kratos in, like... 17 i don't know how many fucking gallons of blood (laughs) (laughs) so i would want something like crazy like that yeah it it would be real oh god i want to play it so badly (laughs) countdown yeah it's just that uh for the first one in case you guys haven't played it came out 2018 uh but it's the first one yeah the first one came out no no 2018 the new one yeah the new new generation the reboot one So when it came out, there wasn't really a lot of uh, bad guys to fight, right? You have Freya down the line, and then Boulder, and then that's the Valkyries. The Valkyries, but that's just kind of like side quests. Yeah, stuff. you have like occasionally you would have like a you know a traveler or something, but mm. it the it wasn't anything new. Right. So like you fought the traveler once, and then okay, I figure out how to fight the travelers. Right. And then you would go to Mosfelheim and you do the trials and stuff like that. But it wasn't really anything where you would get. You know, challenge your skill set. Yeah, like you, whatever it is, you evolve your skill set to a certain point, and that point basically beat every other villain in the in the game. Yeah, like major. That's uh, no, not villain. It's a uh, fuck. What's the word? Bad major guy. bad guy. Yeah, whatever. Oh, bad guy. Yeah, bad guy. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's uh, in the original God of Wars, the people you fought were like part of the mythology. Mm-hmm. Right? You're fighting Zeus. You're fighting a Hermes. Not Hermes. Hermes. Um, um, yeah, Hermes. Oh, Hermes, right? Yeah. Okay, Hermes, Poseidon, Poseidon and all that. Yeah. Poseidon. Uh, but even even going far further from that, you've you've bought the the uh, the fucking big giant snake, ocean snake. What's it? The basilisk you fought, right? Anything from the mythology, yeah. Right? The, the, Medusa, Medusa, fought, right? Yeah. Hercules, your brother, Hercules, yeah. Right, it so out to be your brother, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hercules. So uh, the fact that uh, that you follow all these named characters, and then the in the 2018 one, the reboot, there's not really much of those named characters. No, that's you know pivotal to the story, right? Pivotal to the story. So hopefully, in this one, the next one, Ragnarok. We do. I mean, you obviously we're gonna fight Odin. Uh, yeah. We're gonna fight Thor, Freya, but maybe more named characters down the line. Yeah. Maybe um, uh, I forget the queen of the Valkyries, but she. I don't think she was Freya. in the first one. Freya. Yeah. Is it Freya? Okay. Yeah. So Freya, something along those lines. That that would be cool to fight her because we fought um Hera. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if fought's the right word, but <laughs> we encountered Hera. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's it's interesting in the in the trailer we see what looks like you're fighting two valkyries at the same time mm. which raises the questions like are there more right because in the first game it kind of sets the tone that there's only seven or eight yeah including eight including the queen yeah right yeah but now it, and it looks like you're in a different realm yeah so it feels like because to me i don't know much about norse lore but i feel like the valkyries were just an army mm-hmm. you know and the people we fought were like say lieutenants or captains but yeah, you're right. And they even have dialogue. Yeah. Right? They have dialogue and they're screaming about Odin and like, this is for the Allfather, blah, blah, blah. But the fact that they're integrated within the narrative and not just like a side quest yeah. bodes well in terms of combat or yeah. in terms of narrative. I also like that we saw a little bit of uh, Tear. Their encounter with Yeah, Tyr. a broken Tear, right? Yeah. Pretty much Pretty broken. much. Because he didn't, he didn't seem like he wanted to fight. Yeah. Like they encountered, we saw that they encountered like, uh, I think it was a troll or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, uh, Tear wasn't like 
taking lead. He was like, I'm just going to sit back. You guys do what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. And it's cool that they're both gods of war. Yeah. And, but Tyr knows him. Yeah. Because they call him God Killer. God Killer. Right. <laughs> or like Father. Uh, God Killer. Uh, something Killer. Father, yeah. Like, yeah. But like, I know who you are. How, how does that work, though? Like, is there like a news central or like in today in Greek news? C-span. Uh, C-span, right? You know, and, and the Godspan, where like the whole Greek pantheon was wiped out today by uh, Kratos of Sparta, you know? Yeah. Like, how does or do they feel like there's an imbalance on another side of the planet? I feel like that would make more sense. Yeah, and a flood. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, like, like, look at what they did in Thor, uh, Love and Thunder. Mm. Like, all the gods from all the cultures came in and came together in one you know arena basically so i would imagine like they have they had in that world they had time to intermingle <laughs> and talk you that's, know just talk. So i can just imagine like odin and you know zeus like hey why, why does your son hate you you know just kind of say yeah, yeah. that's i could definitely but it, i i think it would make more sense that because they do have like these godly powers that they sense an imbalance yeah and how do they know it's kratos is it like do they he's feel, tainted? He's tainted. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He still has the ashes. Yeah. Maybe the ashes is a universal thing for shame. Maybe Probably. you have to do something really bad to be coated in the ashes of the people you've killed. Probably. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it it's that that whole scene where he's in the first in the the 2018 one where he's going to get the the blades of chaos. Oh, chaos. I cried. And so, uh, I was... Athena appears to him in his visions and then he tells her like but I am no longer your monster. Your monster I no longer am or something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, just, oh my gosh. I'm like I'm going <laughs> to cry right now. It, it, that scene is so freaking good because yeah. we have that experience. Yeah. Like, since we're kids, we were there where he was screaming and killing people. Like, this is for my family. And then to the point where he becomes a monster. Yeah. And he oh just kills God. just to kill. And like and it's and it's very, like, they knew what they are doing. Because yeah. at some point, he's it's it's a slow, like, walk. He's not mm-hmm. running. It's a very narrative scene. And he's he's, he's going to his house, his, his home. He's, he's journeying back to save yeah. uh, his son. And, you know, you see Athena and, you know, you know how much Athena means to him. Because Athena was, like, the first person, or at least God, to see him not as a monster, monster, but as a sibling. Yeah. So, just to see her, like, you know, saying, like, hey, you know, making her feel guilty. Yeah. Making him feel guilty. And also because he killed her. Yeah. And that's definitely (laughs) a game that came out 20 years ago. Yeah. uh, And he shows genuine emotion Mm -hmm. when he does it. It's not something. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's like, no. And he drops his guard, you know, and because that's not, it seems like Athena and then to Calliope, I believe, right? Calliope, it's the daughter's name. Calliope. And then uh, I don't remember the wife's name, but that's the only time he had genuine like happiness in some way. And then Athena. But that's after, in between, there's so much killing and death. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I feel sorry for the people who played uh, God of War, uh, the the reboot, without playing 1, 2, or 3. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Yeah, they did themselves a disservice just because, like, yeah, it's set in a different time in a different world. Mm -hmm. But the the big points of what happened in the 1, 2, and 3 still reverberate. Yeah, absolutely. The impact of it all. Yeah. Like, him putting on the Blades of Chaos... Like he need it, it's a trauma, yeah. right? He needs to go back to the person he was before to be able to save his future, which is his son. Yeah, and also signifying that he can't escape it. Yeah, and it, it does it bound to him? 
It doesn't, right? Like the chains usually are alive. They were. They were. They were bound to him because yeah. like, you remember in. Um, oh no! But when he took it out of the hiding place, did they like rebind to him? Or no, he, he no? well in the first one, when he was cursed with um with uh, Ares's Ares power, mm-hmm. the blades actually like melted onto his skin. Yeah. And then by the end of the the la- that first one where he's fighting Ares, Ares rips him off of him. Yeah. Oh Jesus! Because <laughs> yeah, I remember it's it's really in there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, it's amazing. Um, HBO Max released the first full teaser of oh, Last of Us, God, I love- and it all—it always brings up a con- the conversation of video games ad- uh, ad- adapting to TV shows, or right. Film or whatever, right? Does this look like they knocked it out of the park? Or yes, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yes, I mean uh, Pedro Pascal's character. Pedro Pascal's yeah. character is just as Joel. Yo, it, it, it's, it's dope. Like even the clickers. The clickers are disgusting, and yeah. the fact that it's literally ripped out of the game mm-hmm. bodes well. I mean, it's not like it, it's like you have to have them look a certain way. It's yeah. an infection. Yeah. So. D- like the location of it all, like just the themes of it all, the very depressing themes of it. Yeah, the snow, the oh my the God. locations, right? The snow, the locations, even like the day, the early days of the pandemic, the scene where there's a bunch of bodies and one suddenly gets up. Yeah, like that one freaked me. <laughs> that one freaked me out when it comes to that. Yeah, it's. I haven't played Last of Us. I I I do want to now. I signed up for the PlayStation Plus Premium. Right on. So I have like access to all these old old school video games. So I'm working my way through them. Mm. But yeah, it looks like if you ever thought of uh, like an adaptation from a, a video game to TV, this is it. Yeah. Right. We've seen. Unfortunately, Halo for me wasn't all that great. <laughs> Um, Doom. Remember Doom with the Rock back in the oh, day? Oh God, yeah, that wasn't all that great either. <laughs> I remember too. There's there's a countless list of of video game adaptations that are in the fail pile. Yeah. Isn't there a director who made his career on making bad uh, video game movies? Because he made Blood Rain. I remember Ooh. he retired and everyone's like, yeah, get the hell out of here. Because <laughs> he would make he would take the property, yeah. and make some sort of bastardization of it. I don't know if you're if no. you look if you remember his name you he I don't remember his name sorry guys but <laughs> sorry, yeah dude. but he yeah he made bastardizations and that's one of the biggest reasons why uh, people thought video game movies will never work work what about did you see Resident Evil uh, the, was it Raccoon City was it Welcome to Raccoon City yeah, yeah I, I think that one flopped so it really that. yeah the, it looked the, it looked cool just because like they went back to the classic. You know, two character. Yeah, it, it comes down to the issue with either making a video game based on a movie based on the video game or mo- a movie that is happens to be about a video game. Yeah, the Raccoon City. It looked interesting just because they, they brought, you know, they, they brought back the element of the two characters exploring the ruins of, of what happened after um, Umbrella corporation oh this is the netflix show yeah oh yeah the netflix show yeah i heard it was interesting because it does do that bit. yeah so did you watch it or oh no i, I read a lot about <laughs> it <laughs> i read a lot but it's it's a very conundrum right you know on the one hand it, it is within the realm of resident evil mm-hmm. uh, but uh do you really want to know the after or do you want to be within you know day one i would want to be like within that world mm. but a different aspect right 
a different view. You know, like what they did with um, with Halo, which is still in the world and it was a different view. Mm-hmm. It just failed. And we're back. Um, we had a, a little incident. Well, not a really incident. The neighbors, the gardener, decided to um, blast the leaf blower right as we were recording. So we decided just to to pause for a little bit and let them finish. Yeah. But uh, we were discussing uh, video game adaptations um, to TV or film right. and Last of Us. Yeah. It and seems like it's... It, it's It seems like they're doing it justice. Yeah. But it is a trailer. And yeah. those trailers are you are made to evoke a certain emotion. Yeah. You. But um, well, so far, it looks like they have everything down. The look, the feel, the characters. Yeah, the music. Yeah. I mean, the music, it's it's post-apocalyptic, essentially. Mm-hmm. And it's like all the people who created that music's dead. <laughs> so <laughs> just to have that very uh, classic kind of foreboding, kind of melancholy song, it, uh, yeah. it feels right. Yeah, well, definitely, like, there's always been that joke that you can't really adapt a a video game into TV or film. Uh, And so far, it's been ringing true just because, like, it's there's so much uh, time when you're playing a video game to really develop the story and develop the characters in a way you can't really replicate. Absolutely. On film, but it feels like maybe they're going to be able to pull it off. Yeah. Expectations are high. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'll be coming from Halo. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, definitely. It seems like the best home for video games for an adaptation is TV. Yeah, I mean the majority of the shows. And this is, is going to be a TV show, right? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, it's going to be a TV show. Definitely, it's going to be a TV show. But we the move the shows that we're seeing now, like say Fallout, mm-hmm. right? Fallout is going to become a TV show. Yeah, and Last of Us. And so it feels like. TV is it has a lot of uh, well compared to a game that takes like fifty hours. Yeah. <laughs> it has an, enough time to be able to express and uh, flesh out the characters. Yeah, that's that's very um, interesting way to to put it. Just because, like you said, it takes you fifty hours to to finish a video game, and nowadays video games are that long or even longer. Yeah, you know, you can't go back to. Or maybe like a first-person shooter mm. where the story really isn't necessarily all that long. Yeah. Excuse me. But a game where it's like much more than that. It's in-depth and stuff like that. Like, I didn't see the... Um, fuck, what's the the Tom Holland and... Uh, Uncharted. 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 I didn't see that movie. You did? Yeah, I did. What'd you think? Uh, is it in the good pile or is it in the shit pile? It's on the good pile. Really? Yeah, because uh, the thing with issues with the movies that are adapted to from video games is that it feels like the creative energy doesn't know where to put it. Yeah. So they either make a, a movie or a TV show, I guess, I guess in this sense, a movie, a, a carbon copy mm-hmm. of the game. And that's not what we want, right? Or uh, they take it on the other side where they make it something that's completely different, like Doom, <laughs> and like try to have inklings of the game, but also try to take it somewhere else creatively. Yeah. But for Uncharted, it's essentially the second and third one yeah. put together. Okay, so they're grouping, what, 20 hours of film into yeah. a two-hour film? right. But the thing is, those two moments uh, are mashed into one creative new movie. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't feel like it's taking like a Watchmen-esque view where you take the comic book to the movie and you can follow the narrative yeah. beats. It's, it, it takes enough liberties to okay. make it feel different compared to the games without sacrificing the character. Interesting. So, yeah. It's, but it's it's good, not great. It's good. It's, it's, it's watchable. Like, it's watchable, right? <laughs> like, there's some scenes where, cool, oh, okay. <laughs> like, why is that there? But yeah, it's, 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 it's a, compared to other video games, movies, 
yeah, it, it's it's up there. Yeah, it's interesting. I just started thinking. Does Sony doesn't have a streaming service, right? No. They better get on that. Did, would they though? Should I, they? Why not? I feel like licensing is more lucrative than uh, having your own platform. Does it? Is it though? Yeah, because look, you have Last of Us for HBO, mm-hmm. and you already have that that base. Yeah. To like, you already have that HBO Max. Uh, HBO Max, right? Yeah. Uh, you already have that fan base to be able to watch HBO, so you know your your product's going to be seen. You don't have to worry about logistics or marketing to some extent. Yeah, I guess uh, that's true. Like you don't have to worry about like trying to convince the streamers to mer- or add your streaming service or come over from another. Right, one. right. Um, but I feel like th- their properties are so vast, mm-hmm. like their 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 catalog of properties is so vast that they could afford to have their own streaming service, especially now that they're falling into the or they're leaning more towards the adaptation of it all yeah if anything they and they did do this yeah they they, they made a studio for that purpose yeah uh, i think i don't know it's, i think it's called playstation studios <laughs> or something or other but it's underneath that banner mm-hmm. right so yeah it, it's i i personally don't think they should just because the whole industry of streaming is so saturated now why not incorporate into the playstation plus playstation plus yeah. <sighs> But that that would feel like an unnecessary add-on. What? Right? It? Yeah, because they did it with PlayStation TV, mm-hmm. and nobody nobody really it didn't get the traffic that they intended to, so they dissolved but it. How how long ago was PlayStation TV? I think they dissolved it. Yeah, but how long ago did that? Oh, happen? I remember. Long? I still had my PSP. Your which was like two thousand nine. It's I, I, Was it this year? They dissolved it because with PlayStation Plus they combined it, right? Yeah, with PlayStation Plus and. Uh, and that yeah you know, that section. <laughs> yeah it, it's it feels like it's buried underneath all the playstation is because when i think playstation i think games not movies yeah when i think hbo max i think Game, tv shows tv shows, not TV shows and not movies. yeah <laughs> the opposite completely opposite so when it comes to playstation uh they're definitely within their well they can do that if they want to yeah i mean <laughs> whatever the fuck Netflix is doing <laughs> is, <laughs> we have no idea because they, they had announced that uh, they just uh, they're opening up a new video game uh, studio in this in Helsinki Finland <laughs> which is like okay Netflix I get that you're dying but is video game exploring the what would I would call the catalyst of your death like exploring that even more hell no <laughs> hell no you're so spread out you're like you're you're looking it's basically a drunk dad you know looking for issues around the house yeah right you know oh why is the plates not fixed you know and you beat your subscribers and you add them you know we're gonna lock you guys out we're gonna increase charges we're gonna add ads yeah and then on the other hand it's like yeah let me put like duct tape on the car like this is not it's not gonna fix anything yeah that's and especially like you've seen the games that they have right if you can call them that they're very like mobile-esque type of games which is like not like you would imagine it's a big ass market right and in a sense i guess it is because everybody has a mobile mobile, game right absolutely a mobile phone like a phone on them or something but who actually really plays like uh uh, those type of games to like get into a storyline or something those are really like kill time killers right or on netflix i I don't know where you play them do you have to go on the netflix app app? yeah what the heck (laughs) i see when i go on netflix i'm not there to play a game yeah right i'm there to you know rewatch a show i watched (laughs) or watch kim's convenience for the 10,000th time yeah so 
what what Netflix should definitely do, and I'm not a professional, and I don't think Joel is either, but make a make a license their properties to a studio, make Netflix games, right? Don't open a studio, or and have those properties licensed out, so at least they see that it's from Netflix rather than you having to go to the app. Yeah, because you're spending a shit ton of money, you're spending a, all this time and effort, and right. nobody's really responding to it. Absolutely, it's like what happened to Google Stadia. Uh, if you heard, Google Stadia die is dead. They're discontinued. Speed, that, that's the, it. It's the video game streaming uh, yeah. console yeah. that they're trying to make. And how are you going to get eyes from Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo? Yeah, every once in a while, there's a there's a like a a, a game console where it's like, are you tired of spending six hundred dollars on game consoles? <laughs> well, then spend two hundred dollars on this one and get subpar games. Right. <laughs> it's like an upstart, and you're just like. The other companies have such a better track record. So yeah. when Netflix tries to get into the gaming industry, there's already an indie industry within itself mm-hmm. trying to make it. Yeah. So what do you think these clickbait games based on Stranger Things are going to take? Are going to like, oh, I played a game on mobile about Stranger Things. I can't wait to watch a TV show. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm assuming that they're the people who watch the TV shows are trying to entice them to play the games, not the other way around. Right, right, that's true. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> like, I never watched. I watched the first season of Stranger Things, and I'm like, enough's enough. I don't really yeah, need to watch it. I'm I'm pretty caught up. Not not the recent one, but I I, knew, I watched a lot of it. But I have no urge. Yeah. Like, let me play a video game based on it. Yeah, like I saw. You remember in the first season, it ends with the kid who got uh, taken into the the other realm, spitting out like a slug. Yeah, and I'm like, <sighs> fuck! Now I gotta watch the second. Season. <laughs> and I suffered through the first season. I, I I don't understand what's the whole like appeal of it. It's really? like it's all just like a mixture of '80s nostalgia rolled into one thing. Oh, it, it's one of those. It's not '80s nostalgia. Is it not? 80s it's an, It's a it's show. Fucking 80s it's nostalgia. a show in the '80s. It's, if a, you mix, want 80s it's nostalgia. a mixture of Ghostbusters. It's a mixture of <laughs> that didn't exist in the '80s. No, but I'm saying it's like we. If you want Ghostbusters, go watch Ghostbusters <laughs> Afterlife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's. I just feel like it was too. Too much pandering mm. with, with the '80s nostalgia. For you're, me. you're gonna love season two then. No, because it's not I, that. I, I put on season two <laughs> the first the first like minute. I'm like, I'm not watching this. I just turned it off. <laughs> yeah, so that doesn't like. Oh, I want to play the game now. Like, no. Yeah, no, no. I don't know what Netflix is doing. I don't think Netflix knows what they're doing. <laughs> so it's no, like, like you know, you know, you see the the depiction of like these, um, especially in, in earlier in the 2000s with the dot uh, com boom, mm-hmm. where a whole bunch of dot um, uh, coms websites popped up and they had like actual offices and stuff like that. Right. But when they crashed and burned, they were ripping the copper out of the walls. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I feel like that's the Netflix. Like one more stage, and Netflix is at when they're ripping the copper they're out the of the walls. <laughs> yeah, it's. I, I love Netflix. Don't get me wrong. I like they brought they revolutionized not only the streaming service but how we consume media. Like, yeah. Who'd have thought getting the TV show all at once would yeah. be feasible especially yeah. coming from cable and you know other tv shows but you know you guys have to find your step back in some way do you think it's this is going to be like the final death like the final nail in the coffin no not at all you don't no, think no, there's no. ever going to be a world where netflix goes away uh, well that's i can't that's impossible to say especially in the future but i feel like it's gonna be less especially with these streaming surveys coming up i mean you have so many heavy hitters mm-hmm. with amazon with like uh, the Game of Thrones, House of Dragon, you have Power of the Ring, you have Last of Us, you have Fallout, you have all these 
game uh, games based on movies that have a following that yeah. will definitely tune in. But Netflix, it feels like it, it has all its tentacles, so to speak, within every industry. Like yeah. animation, I think this this uh, new um, cyberpunk animation came out and it was really really good, right? But those are very far and in between compared to like nowadays. But they didn't think they closed their animation studios. I think one of them. I think the main one, but they licensed it out. Mm. Yeah, because it's a good. I mean, it's a good platform for those new filmmakers who are yeah. trying to get you know eyes or get published. Yeah. yeah. So to have Netflix as a platform is, is totally. I could totally see that. Yeah, and especially like where you have the Netflix uh, earlier this year. They announced that we're just going to do what we want. We're not going to fucking, you know. Br- uh, like we're not going to like censor ourselves. We're not going to you know fire people just because they 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 say something that our employers don't like or our yeah. viewers don't like. So we're yeah. just going to content producers, right? Absolutely, and I mean that's a slippery slope on its own. I mean, but, yeah. Well, given like you know you're gonna have like flat Earth documentaries on Netflix. I know they took it out because I wanted to see it, <laughs> just because like I was like, whoa, this is weird. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. It's something that. Uh, you would have a lot of filmmakers be able to reach out to Netflix and get their content published. Mm-hmm. But whether or not it's going to be relevant in the next 10 or years, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. It's or at it's, least a less kind of, and it's not going to be Netflix and chill. <laughs> no, no, it's going to be HBO and I don't know, relax. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, man, this Star Trek franchise film, uh. We just keep getting bad to worse news. Uh, there's this, the the speculation for the fourth uh, Star Trek in the JJ verse has always been has been you know bounced around since the the last one when the last one came out in 2006. So that's six years ago, right? Yeah. And uh, the first time it fell apart a couple of years ago was because Chris Pine and Chris Hemsworth they weren't getting paid. You know, pay disputes. It fell apart, and then out of nowhere. They were like, um, Tarantino's going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Tarantino's like, yeah, I'm down. Hell yeah, I'm down. And then that kind of slowly went away. And then again, out of nowhere, it's like, yeah, we're doing the fourth one. And even the people were like, the the actors like, we are? Right. Yeah, they they got the news and and, uh, social media. Yeah, on social media. But now it seems like it's dead. They shelved it again. And it's rare for a a movie that's shelved the first time. Mm. To you know, make it to the screen, let alone the second or third time, <laughs> and uh, it's sad because like the JJ uh, Star Trek films are very entertaining. Yeah, like they're they're nothing compared to like the original uh, Star Trek uh, TV show, which is you know a blessing. Yeah, because the f- original TV show is boring yeah. as fuck. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, wow. Is it or is it not? No, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's very of its age. It's a very, it's very of its slow, age. slow, very, boring. very philosophical, boring, <laughs> and yes, boring. Like I'm, I'm not going. I'm not shitting on its importance <laughs> no, in the pop not. culture and science fiction right. and all that stuff. But it's not what you would call say that it holds up. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, he, when JJ uh, made the first one in 2009, he introduced like action sequences and all stuff, made it more. Uh, Fast pace and all that shit, which is awesome, great, mm-hmm. you know, fantastic. Chris Pine, amazing as Captain Kirk. Everybody, yeah, everybody, the whole, the cast. whole cast. Yeah, yeah. Carl Urban, Zoe Saldana, right, uh, right. Fucking what's his face? Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, dang it! it, it it's uh, Edgar Wright. No, Edgar Wright's friend. <laughs> Edgar Wright's friend. Uh, 
Nick Frost. Nick, no, 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 that's his other, other friend. One. This is his other friend. <laughs> Simon uh, Pegg. Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg. Uh, the the Pig. dude who played Chekhov, who died unfortunately. Fantastic. Right. All around the, the 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 cast, top to bottom, was amazing. And the the second one was a little bit because just because it was a cut and paste from the Wrath of Khan, right? Yeah. Except no. instead instead of Spock dying, it, it was, is the other way around. Yeah. But the thing is, no one knows Wrath yeah. of Khan. <laughs> How does nobody know Wrath of Khan? That's like one of the best ones. Yeah, exactly. They just know the Khan thing, but they Khan. don't know the, the dramaticness. Of yeah. It. <laughs> so when he did it, it was like, oh, what is he yelling? Yeah. Um, and then the third one came out, and it, again, wasn't all that great, but it was fun. It was for what it was. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. And now it's again the fourth one is shelf. Paramount is like you know we're we're we don't want to do this, and I feel like just let it die already. Yeah, wait ten years, reboot it. <laughs> wait ten years. <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely correct. It's it's sad because I love Star Trek. Yeah. Like Star Trek is one of my favorite TV shows, and just because it, it introduced new perspectives, but also it just showed what humanity was capable of when you know. We all get killed by nukes, yeah. and then we go back. But uh, instead of going the fallout route, where we're all you know cannibals, and cannibals stuff, and super like, mutants, yeah, peaceful, loving space aliens, or is it space, space communists? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> space communists. Right. Exactly. So uh, to see a property like this as big shelved, yeah. it's 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 mind boggling. Just because, like you said, people know Khan to some extent, yeah, or at least they know of it, of it, right? So. To, to shelf something that is so pro in our pop culture identity yeah, and to shelve it without like actually fleshing it out or trying to actually make a something that is Star Trek-esque, yeah. it, it's a waste. I hate yeah. it. It it's, it's, it's a sad day for nerds out there. Um, but fortunately, the TV shows seem like they're popping. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's lower Decks. I remember <laughs> when it was first announced, people were like, oh, this looks bad. You know, all those naysayers. And what now? It's on its third season. Yeah, all right. It's on its third season. Especially same with Picard. Mm-hmm. Like Picard was like, oh, why do we have this? And it's it's on its second season. It's it's, but it's his last, right? Yeah, it's his yeah. last one naturally because you look at him. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck, so oh no, third season. You're right. Third, third, right? Yeah, third. I, I don't know. I think it's. Third. I'm not watching. I think it's second. But yeah, they have another one. And same with Discoveries. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know. Um, and aren't there like more? Yeah, like on the on the way. Yeah, there's another one. Like there's an animated one, and then uh, with uh, Janeway showing up, and there's another one with uh, Strange New Worlds, and that one's really good. Yeah. So it's taking the Star Trek elements and you know m- bringing it into more contemporary times. So TV seems like the best place for Star Trek, but it's not that the TV sh- the movies aren't impossible. Yeah. So you, you can get from what the, the narratives in Star Trek and flesh it out to make it just something that's that's nice and cohesive. Yeah, but the, does it leave a hole where like a you know big budget Star Star Trek film would fill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's it feels like Star Trek works best on a low budget. <laughs> yeah, it, it's fair. But I, the thing is, I see I I would be right right there with you. But I see like Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. And this is a film, like, the first film was, like, what is this? Like, yeah. How is this even cohesive? Yeah. But they, they made it into a narrative that is not only contemporary, but also it, it, it brings in new faces and new storylines. Yeah. So why not with something with Star Trek where you have so many examples of, you have, like, five captains to see where the narrative can go. And you can't bring that forward with that blockbuster budget? Like, yeah, I mean, it just it's just weird to, like... You would imagine, you know, J.J. Abrams has the the clout 
to be able to whatever the fuck he wants to do it, it will be made right but i guess it's not yeah it's uh, yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> I, I guess it's it's difficult enough not to the thing with jj is that he makes a really good first film but his other films kind of suffer what i mean look does, at star no, oh. does he have a reputation of making uh, sequels because i know no. he does the first one and he produces the rest from there nope the only well i don't was it really a sequel or a threequel was uh the re- fucking rise of, rise of skywalker. skywalker right right and yeah. then he kind of like he the, see, the, the first sh- one is pretty was pretty good and then he left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then he gave it, and then he came back. Like, let me felt fix it. Like, yeah. it's too late. The house is gone. The foundation <laughs> is there. But, you know, everything's gone. Yeah. All our belongings are gone. So like, when it comes to Star Trek. The house Trek, burnt down, and yeah. the only thing that was there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, I, I love that he did, he brought Star Trek to a more contemporary, modern yeah. audience. Which is needed. Which is needed. But. Uh, I don't think it really blends well with the Star Trek's like world. Well, I mean, if that makes yeah. any sense. I mean, the, for sure, like the the JJ movies were 180 degrees. It felt 180 degrees different from the the TV shows. You know, even uh, Next Generation, which is one of the more actiony of yeah. them all. You know, but it it just felt like every once in a while to have like a big budget action film, Star Trek film. <laughs> it, you know, it, it makes sense. Yeah, but even even that is like a uh, a paradox. Yeah, action Star Trek, like just, make it interesting. Yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> See, that that's the thing is that Star Trek does have a, a voice. Yeah, right. I don't think the original series was the best voice to to do first, but you're right. TNG, uh, the Next Generation, even Deep Dish Nine, Deep Deep Space Nine. Yeah. I call it Deep Dish. Deep, Dish. Uh, Deep Space Nine, even Voyager to some extent are more contemporary. Yeah. And you can bring in those narrative storylines. Like, I have a freaking fanfic, not a fanfic, but I have, like, an idea where they can take Star Trek 4 and, like, while bringing in the Star Trek spirit, but also bringing in more explosions yeah. and conflict. And it's, it's easy for Michael me. Bay. But, uh, huh? Michael, Michael Bay. Huh? Michael Bay. <laughs> Michael, okay, Michael Bay as, uh, like, a support role, not as creative. Creative. <laughs> yeah, like, imagine. The I'm just talking about Transformers. But Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Star Trek, not Star, Star Wars. Wars like, Star no, Trek. that. Transformers yeah. and Star Wars put together. Star, Star Trek. Trek. <laughs> Star Formers. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, and let's finish off with this. Some sad news, I guess you could say. Very uh, dystopian, if you really think about it. Yeah, you know, just because, like, forever and ever, the voice of Vader, mm. James Earl Jones... Uh, decided to retire from the role. Is he retiring from acting all out, or is he retiring from the role? I think it's from the role, but the I, role. I feel like he's what ninety. Yeah, he's ninety three yeah, or something. Ninety like something. That. Yeah. So I, I'm assuming it's acting in general. Yeah, I mean, it, it gets to the point where you gotta you gotta know when to hang it up. Um, but yeah, you know, the voice of Vader forever and ever uh, decided to to give it up, and he he decided to like not play the role himself anymore, but he signed over the rights to his voice. To Disney and Lucasfilm and this AI company from Ukraine, which yeah, is speecher. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, you guys got bigger problems right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, we got inklings of this with uh, the Obi Wan show, mm-hmm. where uh, it kind of sounded like him, but there were new voice lines that definitely he did not say. Yeah. So, uh, oh, some assumed that oh that that he he signed off his rights, but I feel like that was just him kind of testing the waters yeah but how well it worked out he's officially officially 
asserting his rights. Yeah, yeah. It, which is interesting because, like, did he sign over his rights exclusively for Vader? Mm-hmm. Because, like, he's not he's not just the voice of Vader. He's Mufasa from Lion King. Right. So he does a whole bunch of uh, um, voice voice work. So if like he decides to hey let's go out with the bang do one more, and are they gonna come and sue him because of his voice? Yeah, it, it, it is a predicament, isn't it? Yeah. I, I think it is for Vader. Yeah. It is for Vader. And which is weird because there are variations of, like, Vader on, like, the animated stuff that wasn't him. Yeah. So it's like, why did you need to really sign your voice other than it's just, like, a stunt or something like that? Yeah, I mean, I guess with the animated TV shows, there is a, you know, some little leeway you can play with. Mm. Just because, like, it's not like you brought back Hayden Christensen for... <laughs> For Anakin, it's not like he brought back Obi Wan. Um, fucking what's his name? Ewan, Ewan McGregor, McGregor for right, Obi Wan. Right, so no, so that you could play around with it a little bit, and plus the distortion. Yeah, I, well, I guess. Yeah, I you mean, could like, add just a bunch of distortion on his, on anybody's voice and make it sound like Vader. <laughs> right. I mean, I could sound like Vader if I talk in front of a fan. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it seems like you're right. There is some uh, in, in genuine ingenuity, ingenuity, like it's so that it's it's straight up his voice. Yeah. It's not some copy or. Yeah, and it's it's interesting to know that they're going to have his voice forever and ever. Yeah, it's a little sad. Yeah, right. It's like he, like you said, he's ninety and he's reaching the door, and um, there's going to be a time where he's he's gone. He's gone, and, yeah. but his voice lives on. Yeah, in, in a computer. There's going to be a whole generation of uh, of Star Wars fans that don't know that James Earl Jones was going to be his voice. Are they going every time? Are they going to be, is it going to be in the title, in the, the, the credits? I, I would hope so. I would think so because it's, it's his, it's his license. He's licensing his, yeah. his voice to to them. It's not yeah. like he's gone and we take your name or anything <laughs> like that. Like your essence is officially ours. Right, but how, how would you credit that? Cause you can't credit Vader, James Earl Jones. Yeah. Probably like voice by or presented voice by. Because yeah. they did the same thing with Obi-Wan. I forgot what the exact one was, but it was like James Earl Jones in huge text. And it's like uh respeatured, respeeched by or James yeah. Jones, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. But they a, would have to, I hope. Yeah. It's an it's an interesting uh the very the first one of its kind, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're at that, that pinnacle of technology and um, where you can, you know, where it is indistinguishable. Yeah, top of my head, uh, other than deep fakes. Yeah. Or like uh, signing off your rights to, you know, uh, de-age someone. Mm-hmm. Not your rights, but, you know, authorization yeah. to de-age someone. I don't, at the top of my head, I don't think anyone has uh, signed over their voice to... Oh, no way, yeah. Or was there? Fuck, who the hell there is? Uh, um, I remember, but it wasn't like that. It was somebody recorded phonetically basically every word in the dictionary. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, it wasn't like... It wasn't actor. like I'm signing... Yeah, it was an actor. And oh. I, what the fuck? I, I don't remember. I'm, I'm assuming it's like somebody for like... Fuck, it's on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> is I, he British? No, it was a she. Oh, was she British? I think... No, I don't remember. Uh, is it but Alexa? She, huh? Is it Alexa? No, I don't think it was Alexa. <laughs> But she signed. She basically like sat in the studio and recorded every every like fanatic sound and language and, and word and shit like that, so mm-hmm. that they have a, a gigantic stockpile of um, of her voice to be able to like make the character. Now say that you whatever. say that, it, it sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah, yeah. but it, it wasn't like using a. I mean, yeah, I'm sure they're gonna use some sort of AI to like make it make it co- coherent. <laughs> right but not like to to this extent yeah yeah absolutely 
tell her, fuck, who the fuck was that? <laughs> ah, shit, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to be able to. Yeah, I mean, whatever. <laughs> it's, it's going to be. We'll, we'll think about it and for next show. And we'll bring it we up. Don't forget. Yeah, we don't <laughs> forget. Um, but yeah, man, that's, that's everything. It's a pretty short one. Yeah, relatively short. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening to, to this week's episode of Pop Salsa. I am your host, like always, Joel, accompanied by my good buddy, Ernesto. Aye, aye, aye. And what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, not working. I wanted to try something. I, that, that should be something. Every week you try a new, a new sign off. <laughs> I was just trying it. Not a good fit, obviously. All right, I'll try something different. Yeah, every week I want something new. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. For show updates, follow us on Substack and Twitter. Links are in the description. You can find new episodes weekly on whichever podcast platform you swore allegiance to.